0: let's move on to jay sarah they're one of the schools that has a new head coach there's one other school in the trinity league that has one but they have a new head coach is uh pat harlow uh the former uh, usc um uh, offensive lineman they uh so he takes over from jim Hardigan, who'd been there a long time and really established uh jay sarah they have a couple new transfers uh, of note and, and i would say uh, Both of these guys are impact players. Uh, The first one, Abdul Malik McClain, is a defensive end. uh, I think he's going to be a pretty uh, potent outside rusher. Got a lot of offers, uh, some from the Pac-12, Notre Dame including. And then his brother, who I think is a year younger, I think Abdul is going to be a senior. Um, uh, His brother, uh, Munar uh, McLean, is going to be a junior wide receiver. Both of these guys are from Santa Margarita. I like both of them. I especially like um, uh, Munar at receiver. I saw the Santa Margarita game in the playoffs last year. First round of the Division 1 playoffs. I was at their game against Sarah of Gardena. And I and I and I thought both of them were outstanding. Um, And I I especially Munar had a very good game. He had one really long catch. Um, You know, and he's got some speed. Um, He's a playmaker, um, good hands, and he's going to be working with a three-year starter quarterback, um, who I think is going to be, you know, you know, he's going to be a tough guy to deal with this year. Is Matt Robinson, who at the Edison Passing Tournament, he's a recent Montana State, uh, excuse me, Montana commit. Matt's a senior, and uh, he looks sharp. Um, He's also got uh, some dual-threat capabilities. Uh, He's a good athlete. Not the biggest guy, but had a strong, accurate arm, uh, and... He's got a couple other receivers to work with, um, but he, he looks very sharp and is a very competitive kid. His uh, his brother um, was also an outstanding quarterback in the Trinity League and at J. Sarah. So I think Matt Robinson is uh, seems like he's doing uh, – you know he's continuing to improve and is going to be real tough. I, I bet you he doesn't make many mistakes this year. Um, but what's your take on the offseason of the Lions?
1: Yeah, the Lions, again, you know – it... It's interesting again because, uh, like for the fourth consecutive season, you know, they lost more guys again than they got and they received. Um, you know, losing Aubrey, Georgia, now They also lost the starting defensive back, Jack Shippey, who's now at San Clemente. Um, they, um, they picked up, you know, obviously the two Santa Margarita brothers. Um, hope that will, you know, offset some of those a little bit. Um, they also, um, have a new offensive coordinator uh, Eric Rizigno Eric from right. modern day um, he was actually the modern day he's been the modern day freshman head coach or you know coordinator if you will for, for for several years and he's also was Edison's offensive coordinator with Dave white for a few years in between there as well so he has some varsity experience um, so you know that that that's interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you got like you said you have Robinson and you know coming back for his his third year, so that's definitely going to be key when you have that experience at, at the quarterback position. Um, you know you know whether or not you know what they can you know I, I, their off season. You know again they were like survived as far as you know they didn't partake in in, in many tournaments. Um, Know, and, and again it's going to be interesting to see you know what you know everyone's going to be battling for that third pretty much third spot in in, in league and and um it all going to come down to the, you know that basically the trench play to you know to offset you know the skill spots so um you know jay sarah's right there i mean i think with with harlow coming in as, as head coach i think it still keeps you know some of that that jay sarah you know that mentality so they don't lose you know their identity. Um, it's not a whole new concept, a whole new you know system. I know Harlow was a guy well liked with the kids, and so um, right. you know that that in itself can help because you know where 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 people have already written you off. You know you can rally around each other and you know come out of nowhere and you know who knows maybe that's what will happen to to J. Sarah because I know last year we had already you know I think this year we're a little bit not as we're not writing them off as much. Or at least I'm not you know, but but it'll be interesting to see what Jay Sarah can do um, with their um, with their new additions and uh, with their new mindset.
0: Yeah, it should be interesting. Harlow's you know he's probably the most intimidating uh, training league coach out there because he's about six foot uh, six. You know I don't know he play, he played at probably probably I'm sure he played at three hundred pounds, but he's a pretty. Uh, Big guy. Um, he he's uh, he's kind of got. He's not the. He's a kind of intimidating looking guy. So it'll be interesting. You know, they always say that co- you know teams are the reflection of their coaches. He's an outstanding and very respected uh, offensive line coach. So you expect guys like he's got a good. Uh, I think it's going to be center at Jake Parks, uh, who's getting some good recruiting interest um, this off season. One of the better offensive linemen in in Orange County. So their offensive line should be pretty good. But uh, it should be interesting what if, uh, if what Co- Coach Harlow's personality and kind of makeup how that rubs off on um, on the Lions. Let's move on to uh, Santa Margarita um, Eagles. They were not at the uh, Edison Passing Tournament, but they've got some interesting off season news on the transfers front. Of course, um, Josiah Norwood is a quarterback from troy who's at santa margarita he's among three uh transfer quarterbacks competing for that job uh as a guy i've seen Josiah Norwood, I would, I would think he'd have a very good chance to win that job. Um, so we'll see. After see, he's going to be a senior. He's a dual threat uh, quarterback. I think he's an underrated player. A lot of people probably in the Trinity League, a lot of fans in the Trinity League probably didn't see him play when he was at, uh, at Troy up there in, in North Orange County in the Freeway League. But he's a very good athlete. You know, and then some off-season news uh, on the recruiting. Uh, Santa Margarita has done pretty well so far on as far as the college recruiting. Uh, Malone Matele, uh has committed to Utah. Um, I talked to him. Um, Malone, he's going to be uh, playing mostly running back and receiver. Um, I think he's and he's going to be an excellent return man. But I think I expect him to have a big year. Um, I think he's a big time playmaker. I really like. Uh, I think he's a very explosive player, and I think he's going to have a good year. I think he's a really good athlete, one of the better players in the league. And then uh, John McCartan is a, a big physical uh, tight end. About six five, two fifteens committed to Fresno State. Uh, if you look at his stats last year, you won't see a lot of offensive stats. But he was he's a big, powerful, uh, very physical player. Uh, one pl- uh, coach I talked about uh, talked to him about about him with was um, Coach Grady at Edison uh, was out on the Santa Margarita staff last year, and he uh, had. Uh, really good report to say about John as a physical uh, presence a very good blocking back and I think you might see a lot of the uh, with some of the personnel back at Santa Margarita they could be a really good ground and pound kind of team as well so um, Scotty what's your take on the off season of the uh, Santa Margarita Eagles and uh, Coach Rich Fisher's team
1: yeah Santa Margarita is one of those uh, teams that's like I'm still kind of scratching my head on because they you know they kind of lost a lot of guys you know they lose the two brothers that that go right they lose the court you lose costello that leaves and goes to mission then san Clemente, and yeah. uh, you know and and they don't they didn't have a whole lot in their lower levels so it was like okay what you know what's gonna happen with with, with the eagles and you know like you said they picked up those quarterbacks and then they also, I believe, they also got another quarterback maybe early in the season. Uh, Hunter Sir Fuentes from he was a quarterback at Tesoro. and right. he was actually in their quarterback trio last season in the summer. And I, you know, obviously he didn't fare, fare well, so he right. ended up leaving. But um, it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens on on you know on that front. Um, you know, it, it's 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 you know. Live or die in the Trinity league. You know it's very tough. You know, I, you know, I, it's 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 going to be f- interesting to see who who comes out of there. Um, you know, scratching their head. And I don't know if if Santa Margarita has enough right now going into, in, you know, into that season. But I will say this though, like you said, Mattelli Mattel will probably be one of the most exciting players because he's probably going to have to do it all, <laughs> or most of a lot of it for for the for that Eagle team. So, yeah. So um, it'd be interesting that he's yeah that they've taken him away from the defensive side of the ball. I guess they yeah. you know, I guess they've had to you, you know you you know have to use him on offense. So I mean that does that does make sense? Um, yeah. But, um, Actually, so, I thought yeah, that we'll was just have to see what happens with, with you know with the Eagles. I mean again you know you, those teams that, you know um you know are under the radar usually you know rise up somehow way, somehow so we'll see.
0: Yeah, it's tough to go two ways in the Trinity League. Um, You you know, you don't see a a ton uh, for success in the skill positions or, you know, even with, you know, obviously the running back linebackers. It's tough to do. But I I was – I think they're going to – I think Santa Margarita is going to need – Malone just about anywhere, and I, I I would be surprised if he doesn't play some defense. One guy I really like, and I haven't heard much on his recruiting, but I thought he really started to uh, merge last season. Was the running back uh, Chad uh, Magyar? He was really coming on, and like you know, he had some tough runs uh, in, that, in that Sarah playoff victory. He had a huge game against Servite last year in the league, ran for 250 some odd yards. But um, he ended up being a 1,000-yard rusher. He's back. And I think uh, between him and Malone, it could be interesting um, what they have on the ground game. So uh, one more team to cover here uh, as we uh, wrap up our uh, off-season analysis. Of, and... Um, you know, thumbnail sketches of uh, the Trinity League football teams, and we thanks for uh, joining us here on the Trinity League football broadcast. And that's Orange Lutheran, that, that also has a new head co- coach, and that's Jason Presley, who's a Orange Lutheran uh, alum. He uh, was a former assistant coach under Jim Kunau, the uh, the kind of the founding uh, coach of the program, who led the Lancers, uh, took them from the lower levels all the way up to uh, you know to, you know obviously a championship uh, caliber team. Uh, Coach Presley, uh, interesting enough, was coaching the freshman last year. He's also working in—I uh, think he was working in, in, in as admissions director, which he's not going to be doing anymore. But Coach Presley is an interesting hire there, um, and they got some big transfers, um, significant transfers. These are guys that are going to be juniors in the fall. They got uh, Kyle Ford to transfer from Servite, outstanding receiver. One of Orange County's and, and definitely the tree league's best junior receivers, he's good enough. Uh, right now, to be among the very best receivers in 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 the league, um, they also recently got a transfer, JoJo Hawkins from Buena Parks, who is another uh, rising junior. He is the uh, he is the brother of uh, Jalen Hawkins, who played at Buena Park, who is now a uh, defensive back at Cal. He's very highly regarded, uh, kind of a jitterbug, um, very quick, smaller type uh, back at this uh, receiver at this time. And then they also got a beast uh, from Servite and Ethan Ray, who's outstanding tight end, maybe a defensive end, but he's a junior in the 6'5", 6'4", range, uh, 230, 240 range, who was uh, an outstanding track athlete as well at, at Servite. He's a big-time get um, on, the, on the transfer front. Both Ford and Ray have a lot of big-time offers within the Pac-12. Uh, Scotty, what's your thoughts on the offseason of the Lancers?
1: Yeah, Olu was, uh, you know, were, You know, everyone was probably wondering, you know, what's Olu going to do for offense because uh, they lost a whole lot. Um, and uh, sure enough, you know, I actually was able to see them play early in the, in the spring. Um, they, they were in that best of the West with modern day and actually Servite was too. They, they actually both entered that tournament as a squad and um, Olu actually fared you know, pretty well, um, they actually picked up, actually, another transfer earlier, you know, uh, back in February, um, a modern-day receiver, Cameron Gardner, who was modern-day's fifth receiver last year, fifth or sixth receiver, he caught 17 balls last year, and he had four touchdowns, and, you know, he was going to be, but he obviously didn't want to have to wait his turn, and so he decided he wanted to go and be the guy, so he ended up, you know, going to Olu, and, um, and he actually they, you know, they fared pretty well in that tournament you know and then they get Ford and they get Ray and they get Hawkins to add to that offense and boom there you go <laughs> there's mm-hmm. your offense there's your starting pretty much your core offense right there uh, to, with, with Alinsky and that's basically what they what he needed and um that offense actually on paper is a better offense unit than what Alinsky had last year and last year the offense was pretty good um so, and, you know, the defense is going to be the question. You know, they don't, they didn't bring a whole lot back. Um, they do have, you know, a couple of defensive backs. You know, JoJo uh, Forrest, you know, he, he's probably an under-the-radar under defensive back, and I think he's going to be one that will eventually uh, be a top guy. Um, whether or not, you know, again, linemen in the trenches – you know we'll have to wait and see what they have. You know they don't have any household names coming back, but you know they're still going to make it interesting with these skill guys. So and then again, you know they they get pressing, in you know they keep that same old you know core. You know I think that's what a lot of people are. You know either they're going the route with trying to get you know rebuild and you know get transfers and get you know out you know just trying to. You know, remake a team, or they're going the old route. You know, stay within, stay within yourself, and it seems like that's what they're going with. With uh, because I I believe they did clean house because I, I ran into a, a couple of Olu. Uh, former coaches and they told me they weren't coaching there anymore one of them's at at canyon coaching offensive line so and, and i didn't know that and um they said yeah they decided to clean house and so i think that's, that's a whole revamped coaching staff even the offensive coordinator um Hatch, that we had talked about last year they brought in he's actually now offensive coordinator at Long Beach poly so um, okay. yeah so they did clean house and um it's uh, gonna be uh, again you know be interesting to watch that's my most intriguing team that i'm Forward to seeing how they developed, um, just for the nature because of the skill guys that they have to go with Holinski So, okay, interesting.
0: Well, hey, last thing on on our agenda here on the Trinity League Football Podcast, our annual summer conversation here with insider Scott Barajas. There actually are some interesting field situations. You get right back to the basics of where these games going to be played at. Well, you know, um, there's some interesting things uh, to talk about briefly here. Santa Margarita and Jay Serra. Both impacted by the renovations going on at Saddleback College, so by the time that uh, you know these these football games start up, uh, Jay Sarah is actually going to be the first time going to be playing their home games on campus. So um, that should be very interesting. Going to have a, a home field advantage, on campus advantage, which um, you know there's not many of those in the Trinity League at, really at all. I think they will be the only team that's uh, playing on campus is going to be. Uh, Sarah, And uh, so they're going to be on campus and then as well as uh, Santa Margarita, you also play their games at Saddleback College. They're going to split their games between Laguna Hills and Tribuco Hills. So that's where they're going to be this year, which is a couple of South County uh, stadiums, which are, which are outstanding stadiums. Um, Both of them are uh, excellent uh, stadiums. And then, of course, uh, St. John Bosco is going to be playing at the new uh, stadium at El Camino College in uh, Torrance. So uh, that's going to be a new look for the... uh for the uh, Trinity league and of course their big game with uh modern day will be played there um at uh, el camino college so that's a, obviously a significant uh, thing that's going to be the setting of that game so uh scotty what's your what's your impressions of uh of these games you know uh, especially you know what you think of that el camino game that will be the big showdown that everybody will be talking about it will be october 13th uh, friday yeah
1: that that my- played in that stadium is kind of interesting because it, it's set up like a uh, like a mini Ohio state it's like a horseshoe and uh so so one of the end zone is basically all you know it's got stands and it's all covered and and the set you know they're more on top of each other so in the Cerritos you know, stadium you know it's it's big but it's It's spread out so this is going to be interesting because you're going to have everybody kind of on top of each other and that place will be packed rocking it loud so that environment will be pretty fun for them kids to play in um you know and as far as um you know jason are playing on on their on campus which is kind of neat my only concern is like i've been there to see other lower level games and i'm trying to scratch my head and like how are they going to bring in portable bleachers or they're going to you know they don't won't seem to have a whole lot to fit in there Um, but um, that's basically what I'm been trying to to find uh, out is how they're going to you know what their intentions is you know is it going to be set up sort of like a capital valley where it has like you know just that Six rows of bleachers all the way spread out across the field, you know, sort of like a, you know, just a very minimal or, you know, try to make it a hostile environment for the for the visiting crowd coming in. Um, but it is, it, it will be a nice change of venue for, for a while, like you said, to have to, to, to watch those games there on the, on the campus. Um, and then it'll be nice if for a change to go check out some other stadiums, you know, you know with Santa Margarita playing at uh, Laguna Hills and uh, Tribuco Hills and Like Turrgo Hills is a nice venue as well, so you you know they're not they're all of them are playing in great you know places, so um, you know that's that's pretty much my take on that.
0: Yeah, Jay, Sarah, they play their last two games of the season. Uh, They play host to Santa Margarita and St. John Bosco in uh, late October, early November. Those two games will be at home for uh, the Lions, so that they'll have to wait a little while to get that Trinity League. you know, uh home field advantage. And then, uh, for Santa Margarita, they're going to open at home in the Trinity league early October against modern day. And that game will be played at Laguna Hills. So, uh, which is one of the newer stadiums, orange County, um, Really nice, and then they will be uh, Santa Margarita will be at home to close out the regular season, which is for everyone's going to be uh, November 3rd, and they're going to be playing host to Orange Lutheran, and that game will be at Tribuco Hill. So, uh, some interesting, different venues, uh, Scotty. You're going to be at some new, new uh, fields this year.
1: Yeah, I, I have uh, Laguna Hills will be new. Um, I've never, I haven't been to that one. Uh, I've been to I've been to El Camino. Um, it's been a long time, but 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 that one is a it's a pretty nice little setup. So,
0: all right. Well, I think we've uh, had a great conversation here on our uh, our annual summer uh, training league football podcast. I hope you've enjoyed our conversation, Scotty. Thanks again for jumping in, and uh, you enjoy the rest of your summer.
1: I will, Dan. It'll be here
0: quicker than you know it. (laughs) That that is right. And uh, for everybody else, thanks for joining us here on the Trinity League Football Podcast. Scotty and I hope to be back uh, right around August 22nd or so um, for your – for your entertainment uh, as we uh, prepare for the season openers for the 2017 season, and those are right around August 25th. So thanks again for joining us uh, year three here on the Trinity League Football Podcast, and everyone else enjoy the rest of your summer.